What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mark's Take Sports Radio presented by 12 Ounce Sports. Today is January 6th, 2022, my first official show of 2022. Hope everyone had a great new year. Hope everybody is staying safe, staying healthy. You know, everyone hang in there. Thank goodness we have sports during this time. I'm going to be talking about college football playoff. Pretty underwhelming college football playoff, but I'm going to get into it. Then I'm going to get into the national championship. I'm hoping that this underwhelming college football playoff is um, it's gearing up. It means that we're going to have a really fun national championship. You know, I don't think we can get a bad game for both. So I'm going to take that we're going to have a really fun national championship because the college football playoff was horrible. Then I'm going to talk NFL. I'm going to give a little warning that betting NFL this week is dangerous because a lot of um, a lot of players are sitting. So again, I would just be careful, read the lines, be smart when betting NFL uh, this weekend. But I have two plays and then one lean for NFL that I really like. I'm on a um, I'm using Fine Line Sportsbook, which has been one of like the best sports books I've ever used, truly. And I'm currently on a heater. I think I believe I went 2-0 and yesterday. I had the Mavs plus 6. There was no way that they were going to lose on Dirk Knight. No way. And then I had the uh, Michigan State under. Uh, it was sweaty, but it did go under. So if I look at my just going, I've won four, five straight. So I've won the, um, or no, let's see. No, I've won three straight. I did lose the only bet I've lost so far. I've been on Fine Line Sportsbook since 1-2. So it's been four days now I've been on Fine Lines. And I have lost one bet so far. And my one bet was an NFL player prop to score the first touchdown in Cleveland Browns versus... Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, and I bet uh, $3 to win $22, and I bet Najee Harris to score the first touchdown. He was so close. I wasn't even mad about it. It was a plus 600. I just threw it up there just because he was so close. It was definitely really frustrating there on the one-yard line, two-yard line. They throw the ball, but I'm over it because I'm 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. I'm 8 and one on Fine Line Sportsbook. So I don't know what type of luck I'm having on this new Fine Line Sportsbook, but I'm on an absolute heater right now. I had the Dallas Mavericks plus five and a half yesterday. I knew they were not going to lose on Dirk Knight. There was no way. I had the Michigan State under 148 and a half. I think it went to 126. All right, no, sorry. I think it went to 146. My bad. 126 would be pretty low. Um, they were fouling Michigan State, like they were being fouled, and they were up twelve. And I'm like Nebraska, why are you fouling? Like there's one minute left. You're not going to win the game. And Michigan State kept going to the line, going to the line. I think it ended up being a one forty six. I had LSU money line uh, against Kentucky uh, minus one thirty. They ended up covering, but I took the money line. It was ugly. I thought I was going to lose that one for sure. And then I had the Pittsburgh, St- and then I had a teaser. I want a teaser, guys. Like, if you, if I'm winning teasers, like, 
the this book is in trouble. If I'm winning teasers, the sports book's in trouble. I had the Pittsburgh Steelers plus four in the under fifty it was an easy hit with the no sweat teaser winner. But it's like if you if I'm winning teasers, you know, this book's in trouble. And then on NFL Sunday, my first day using this new sports book, went four and I had the Ravens plus six and a half. Easy cover. I had the Titans minus three, blew out the Dolphins. The Falcons plus 14 and a half. 14 and a half. They lost by 14 points. Half a point saved me. And then I had the Packers minus 13 on Sunday Night Football. So I'm on an absolute heater. I'm 8 and 1 in my last nine. I'm feeling really good. I think it was just this new fresh start on Fine Line Sportsbook. Absolutely fantastic sportsbook. If you're interested in signing up, DM me on Instagram because I will get you signed up ASAP. DM me on Instagram at Mark's Takes. There's no minimum. There's, you know, you can bet a dollar. We're not unit shaming on this show. So you can bet a dollar. You can you can do whatever. And they have great lines, player props, awesome stuff on there. So Fine Line Sportsbook, if you're interested, DM me on Instagram or even DM me on Twitter at Gracie Marks, Instagram at Marks Takes. All right, let's get into the uh, college football playoff. So very underwhelming. Again, to Cincy first. I think Cincy, Cincy versus Michigan. I think Cincy had the less embarrassing loss. Uh, than Michigan. I think since he actually, after watching Michigan play, I was like, wow, uh, since he was really not even that bad, uh, after watching Georgia just beat, you know, the, just, they just, you know, it was a clowning. It was honestly more than a clowning, but I was like, honestly, since he didn't even look half bad, but again, two very boring games, underwhelming, and it's all leading up to what we all Talked about at the beginning of the season, Alabama versus Georgia, and it proves that the SEC still reigns all. I mean, it's it wasn't even it wasn't really even a it was a no brainer truly. But you know, some people like myself, we like to dream, we like to believe that you know maybe something new will happen in college football. But I think the newest thing, I think Cincy making the college football playoff, and even Michigan. That was fantastic for college football, and in the end, I think we're definitely getting the most entertaining matchup, the matchup that everybody, you know, has been talking about, everybody's wanted, Bama versus Georgia. Can Georgia finally beat Alabama? Can Kirby Smart finally beat Nick Saban? It's been a long time coming. Bama, underdog. I got, I mean, when I looked, I got it two and a half. It's out down to three, so Georgia minus three is the line right now. Um, Alabama plus money is tough, tough, tough to pass up. It really is. And I look at the that record of Nick Saban as an underdog, and I say, how is that possible? How can I how can I not bet against this man? I when I bet against Nick Saban, I put it up there as like betting against Tom Brady, and I I'll never bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I'll never bet against Nick Saban in the national championship. Again, I've gone back and forth on this now for a while. I've said it's really hard to beat the same team twice, right? It, it is. I mean, it's hard to beat the same team twice uh, in one season. It's, you know, hopefully Georgia can adjust. 
But at the end of the day, I also look at it and I'm like, Nick Saban owns college football. He owns everybody. And if there's one person that he owns the most right now, it's Kirby Smart. So I'm taking Bama plus two and a half against Georgia. I would honestly take the money line as well. I think this is, I don't think it's, I give Georgia a lot of credit for what they've done this year. I think they've had a phenomenal year. I think they bounced back really nicely against Michigan when everybody was saying that they were frauds and everything. But I I, I, I look at this Georgia team and I look at who they've been and you know their best wins, their best wins in the regular season were against um, Tennessee. Uh, Arkansas, who else? Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, some really fraudulent teams they were playing. And I look at that and I say, yeah, like, and then they get, you know, steamrolled by Alabama in the SEC championship game. I look at that and I say, yeah, they're going to lose again. Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart, uh, is just not as smart as Nick Saban. You know, he's just not. And Nick Saban owns Kirby Smart. I could say it 500 times. I, as a, I'm like pretty neutral in this situation. Like I've said, picking between these two teams as a neutral fan is not fun at all. It's really not fun. Um, it's basically like choosing the two, wor- like it's just choose between, like they're both horrible to me as a neutral fan. I never want to see the SEC win. I always want to see somebody else win in another conference and preferably the Big Ten. Um, so for me, it's like picking the one that's slightly less worse. And to me, that's Georgia. Like, I don't want to see Alabama win again. They won last year. Why would I want to see Alabama win again? Um, and I know everybody's saying, like, John Mechie's out. I know he's a beast. I know it's a big deal. But the thing about Alabama is their second stringers, their third stringers literally could be, like, a first team at a Big Ten school or, a, you know, another school. Like, they just they just come up. Like, whoever the second stringer just steps up and basically has the same efficiency as John Mechie. So whoever that guy was, I don't know his name. Um, in the, uh, let's see, Alabama, uh, football, whoever like the second string running back was Brian Robinson. He basically was like the same as John Mechie. Like he, they just all, it doesn't really matter because they all are efficient and it's a bummer that he's out and he did beast. Like John Mechie was really good against Georgia, but I am very confident that Brian Robinson will step up and be almost as efficient like they're just kind of like just come up it doesn't matter because they just have like that next man up mentality it doesn't matter at all like who is it doesn't matter who it is they're always going to step up they're always going to be efficient and you know it's just I'm like what so I like the I like Bama plus two and a half. Let's check out the public money for this game. Um, you know, it's just I gotta check out the national championship public money. Um, let's see, money. Um, gotta go on Action Network. National championship action. 
Network. Let's see. Here we go. Sharp action. The sharps are moving. The sharps are, are moving. The sharps are moving. Um, and obviously, I think the line could change. There's 10 days. I mean, we're coming up on it. It's in five days. But there are 10 days in between each game. Uh, between the between the Natty and the playoffs. So, you know, let's see. Georgia plus 120. I know a lot of people that have big Georgia futures that were placed almost a year ago that are going to be sweating out. You know, they're going to be sweating out. Mattress Mac bets more than $1 million on Alabama versus Georgia in national championship. Mattress Mac has placed – he bet on Alabama to beat Georgia in the college football playoff. Let's go. The money line – yeah, honestly, I'm going to probably sprinkle the money line as well. Like, that's something I want to do It's sprinkle the money line. If I'm going to root for Bama for – you know, money sakes for my bet sakes. I want to go all in on Bama. Taking the spread is kind of a wussy move, in my opinion. Like, you know, plus two and a half. They're gonna win the game, I think, if it's if it's at plus two and a half. So you might as well take the plus money at one twenty five. Games in Indy, I don't think that really has any effect on home field advantage. I think it's gonna be pretty split down the middle. They're both gonna travel well, and. I think if if the line is that tiny at Bama plus two and a half, if it even I guess it's at three now, so maybe you could get a push if someone, you know, won in a field goal. But no one wants a push on the natty. Like if you're gonna get Bama as an underdog, I think you might as well just take them as the money line. Get the plus money. Plus one twenty five odds is great odds. He placed a one point two million dollar bet on a plus one twenty five um odd so he would collect like he would collect like 1.5 million I think um Mattress Mac is like coming off an L too like he lost to he he bet 3 million on the Astros to win the World Series and the Astros lost so you know he's he's a little he may be on a cold streak but there's another better that put 300,000 on Bama again I just don't really want to I don't want to bet against Bama. I feel like that's the equivalent of betting against Tom Brady. And, and you know, when I look at that, I'm like, why would I ever do that? You know, why would I ever do that? Um, it honestly, like, shocked me when the line first came out that Georgia was favored. Maybe that was, like, an injury thing. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm going to take Bama plus two and a half. I'm also going to sprinkle the money line. The money line, honestly, may be just a – regular one unit play but for right now I have Bama plus two and a half as a one unit play officially um, I'm not betting against Nick Saban period end of discussion um, like I said as a neutral fan I would want Georgia to win but as a smart professional sports better I'm taking Bama plus two and a half all right let's get into the NFL slate uh, good slate Final week of the NFL season, a regular season. Can you believe it? It's absolutely flown by. It's insane how fast it's been. And uh, some good, good games. We're capping off the season with the Raiders-Chargers. Winner is in. It's basically like the NBA play-in game. Win and you're in for the Raiders. Chargers game in Vegas Sunday night football. It doesn't get any better than that. But for right now, I have my first play, which is going to be the Niners plus five against the Rams. Short, Long story short, the Niners own the Rams. They own the Rams. 
uh, Shanahan owns Sean McVay. I forgot his exact record. Let me look it up. But he absolutely owns Sean McVay. Um, let's see. Kyle, is it Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan versus Sean McVay. Uh, I mean, Sean, let's see. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. Um, let's see. Um, where's like the head to head? I mean, one month ago, the Niners absolutely smashed the Rams on Monday Night Football. Sean McVay. And also, they used to be on the uh, staff together they, for the Washington football team. Um, but, yeah, so basically, the Niners kind of have been owning the Rams. I'm a Rams fan. I'll admit it. They own us. And um, Matthew Stafford's a fraud. We all know that he's a fraud. Like, we all know that he's a fraud. And he, he's been throwing pick sixes, like, Every single game. He throws a pick six every single game. This Niners team, they're hungry because I'm pretty sure if they win, they're in as well. The Rams win, and they win the NFC West. Um, So there's high stakes for both teams here, but I think, you know, the Niners, they win, they're in. They're a solid team. They have Debo playing well. Not sure what's the status on their quarterback situation, but you know, even Trey Lance plays. He's a he was looking really good last week. So I like the Niners plus five versus the Rams. I'm pretty sure that it's uh, it's definitely. I think people are slamming the Niners. So I think the I think it honestly like let's see. Yeah, so now we're at the Niners plus four and a half. I would still play that. I think it's going to be a field goal game. Um, I also like the under 44 and a half. I think it's going to be really ugly. Um, I don't know. The Niners just kind of own the Rams. I think in like the last five matchups, the Niners are 5-0. and oh. um, Let me look at that head-to-head. Let's check it out here. I mean, to be fair, like some of it was with Goff. Um, so, you know. See here. Um, oh god, I gotta turn off my ad blocker. Stupid, bro. Don't let me turn on my ad blocker. Um here we go. Okay. Uh let's see. Yeah, so eleven fifteen twenty twenty one Rams ten Niners thirty one. That was a clowning. Uh twenty twenty, the Niners won. In uh, 11 29 2020 10 18 2020 the Niners won uh 19 2019 the Niners won again so they've won the last six five games because in 2019 as well the Niners won 20 to 7 to be fair some of that was with Goff but the Rams have not beat beaten the Niners since since December 30th. 2018. So they own us. Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. And yeah, so I'm going to take the Niners plus five. It's just like a gut pick where I'm like, the Niners own us. We always play like shit against the Niners. It's not going to be a different story. Um, You cannot count on Matthew Stafford to show up in big games like this. You cannot at all. And I don't know, something about the Niners, they they just own us. They get in our heads. They, they, they own us every single Every single game. So, you know, I'm expecting a clowning. I'm expecting Staff Rod to show up. We'll see. 
Um, my next play is the Raiders plus three. So this is the uh, finale, the grand finale. This is the um, Sunday night football game uh, from Vegas. Win and you're in. I like the Raiders plus three. They're going to be at home. It's going to be loud there. It's going to be, you know, the, the Raiders have surprised me this year because they really easily could have just folded over. Uh, you know, they won the rug stuff happened when uh, Gruden got fired. I mean, they've had a season full of adversity and full of just really tough, tough moments. And they really could have just folded over, you know, punted until next season. But no, you know, they beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and here they are, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. They beat the Col- the Colts, who were hot, hot, hot team. Beat the Colts in Indy. So, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that they did not just fold over. Chargers, I'm not sold on the Chargers. They're kind of fraudulent. And they've just, they're like the most up-and-down team ever in the NFL. I think this year they're the most up-and-down team. One week I'm like, yeah, this team's going to win the AFC West. This team's going to win the AFC. I'm going to place a big future for them to win the AFC. And then the next weekend they get like absolute clowned. So, They've been really up and down. They've had their fair share of, like, injuries and COVID stuff, which, you know, every team has dealt with. But after that, like, I know they had a lot of players out to the Texans, but you cannot get clowned by the Texans. Like, you cannot let the Texans score, like, 50, 45 points or however many points they scored. It's really their defense that's the the biggest concern. Their offense is great with Herbert and stuff, but – their defense, they got to draft somebody this year. Maybe Jordan Davis, I don't know, but they they have to get somebody because their defense is horrendous. So I like the Raiders plus three at home. Big stakes at home. Raider crowd is electric. Um, hopefully we get the good Derek Carr to show up. You never know what version of him you're going to get. But I do like the Raiders. Raiders plus three. Um Sunday night. I'm excited for that. I really am. I think it should be a really exciting cap off to the season. Great season. And there's nothing better than a win and you're in. It's basically a, it's basically a playoff game to get into the playoffs. And it's like a play-in. Like the NBA was doing that stupid play-in shit. So it's basically a play-in game. Should be fun. It's kind of nice to watch. It's just like a neutral fan. But I do like the Raiders plus three. My last pick is going to be the Cowboys minus seven against the Eagles. Eagles are into the playoffs. Um, I think that was like their big goal for the year was like to get into the playoffs. Good for them, truly. I mean, they no one was really talking about them. No one cared. They're in. Uh, I like the Cowboys minus seven because the Cowboys are coming off an embarrassing, embarrassing loss last week against the Cardinals. And I look at I look back at that uh, thing where it's like. Which teams, you know, didn't cover the week before. And now they're playing teams that did cover. So the Cowboys didn't cover last week. The Eagles did cover, I believe. Um, So now it's like the Cowboys will cover. I have thought about that strategy the entire season. And it's worked out a lot of the time. I'm not sure exactly what the... I'm not sure exactly what like the record is to it now I'm like I think whoever was keeping track of it was 
like, I don't know who he is. It's kind of just like, I stopped hearing about it. You know, I stopped hearing about it. And then, um, yeah, so Philly did cover, did they? Or I guess they pushed last week because it was four. It was minus four and they won by four. So I guess it was like a push. But I like the Cowboys to bounce back against the Eagles. I don't care that it's in Philly. I think they're going to come in and just steamroll the Eagles. Uh, really set the tone. Like, they're going to be a, they're gonna be in the playoffs first time in a while. I, I think they're going to come in, set the tone in Philly. And I, don't, I actually don't think Philly, like, really cares because they're in the playoffs. Like, that was their big goal. And so I'm taking the Cowboys minus seven. That was my lean play. So the Niners plus five is a one-unit play. Raiders plus three is a one-unit play, and then the Cowboys was a lean. I'll probably place half a unit on the Cowboys minus seven, but I do think they're going to bounce back. I do. I think they're going to bounce back strong. I'm expecting. I'm expecting some good things. But if you look, if, you know, if you look at that stat um, about teams who did cover, who didn't cover, um, the Patriots covered against the Jaguars in Week uh, 16 or 17, and the Dolphins did not cover against the Titans. So I look at that and I say, okay, the Dolphins are going to cover the plus six and a half against the Patriots. But I don't know. It's very hard to do this week with the who's out, who's in. You know, we don't care about this week because we're already in the playoffs uh, type stuff. So I I am tempted to take the Dolphins plus six and a half. Their playoff, I'm pretty sure they're done. They're not in the playoffs. But, you know, I, I don't think... I think they would have some enjoyment in, you know, sending the Patriots home with an L on the final week of the regular season. It's a divisional, it's a divisional matchup, so I'm tempted to take the Dolphins plus six and a half. I go down the list kind of and really look at which teams covered, which teams didn't cover, um, and kind of how they line up. But again, be careful with the who's out, who's in. So let's get into my official card one more time. Bama plus two and a half. Money line as well. Niners plus five against the Rams. Raiders plus three against the Chargers. Cowboys minus seven. That's a lean play for half a unit. Um, yeah, so we're going to stay hot. Eight and one in my last nine. We're going to stay hot all the way to the natty. All the way to the natty. I'm feeling confident. And uh, yeah, so let me know your guys' best bets uh, for the weekend. Uh, tweet at me. Follow me on Insta. And I will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace.